Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. It is May 2nd, and I saw something that made me really happy. It was on social media, and um, it was just Asian American um, and Pacific Islander Happiness Month. And you know, kind of springboarding off of what I said yesterday about joy, I thought I would share that, which is, yeah, nice. (laughs) Um, I am doing this interesting thing where I'm looking at apartments. Um, I just want to move. There's something about um, having spent COVID in the apartment that we're renting and having been here for like the last four plus years, which um, I don't know, it feels like really wanting to get a very drastic haircut. And um, with that, there is kind of like a sizable likelihood that this is a terrible mistake. Um, But it's something that we're doing. And, you know, um, we looked at a place yesterday and it was in the city and it had these amazing views and it was like so exciting and the part of this the narrative that's in my head by the time we got home and we looked at all our stuff and we're like okay there's no way we can fit in that apartment is that I was already sort of mentally hating my partner I was basically like because they were like oh my god this apartment is wonderful the views are wonderful we need this much light it has this much light um we've never been able to afford a place in the city before but um prices are a little softer than they have been in a while and that's really exciting and so hearing how excited my partner was about this apartment sort of fed the story to me that I was being bullied into considering an apartment that I would definitely hate or definitely make a mistake on um by my partner and it's so interesting because we were both super pumped on it and it sort of calls into mind this thing that I think about which is that like you know I've shared before on this pod that um perfectionism I thought was one thing but then it's this other thing kind of like how I thought you had to be super type a I thought you had to be like really tidy and clean and kind of anal and like really punctual and like and this is definitely my own baggage, my um, eating disorder baggage, but like sleek looking and just like really tidy and like all this stuff. And that's what a perfectionist was. Like you had to be perfect because like obviously your efforts would show up. But my perfectionism is just this like kind of um, anxiety about everything (laughs) and feeling really convinced that um, just... I couldn't be a perfectionist because there was so much chaos in my thinking and there was so much obsession and so many like useless loops going in my head and like nothing actually getting done. And, um, and so now that I know that perfectionism can show up in a number of different ways, um, I kind of started thinking about what I thought self-esteem was. And I always kind of think that like self-esteem is like basically ego where it's like, you know, I always thought I had a great sense of self-esteem because, you know, I'm a writer and writers are funny creatures and that we're all sort of like horrifyingly insecure. And the way that shows up is this like sense of trumped up grandiosity where we can just like, you know, just bluster and be like, yeah, and like drink our own Kool-Aid and like, you know, just 
get lost in the sauce (laughs) but like and then trot it out as like a genius thing that deserves like public adoration and so I was like there's no way that I have bad self-esteem um but actually I have terrible self-esteem and I'm learning more about it um I joined another 12-step group it's called adult children of dysfunction of alcoholics and dysfunctional families And my working theory, and this is a very fuego take, is that all children of immigrants grew up in a dysfunctional household. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get canceled for that, but like, it's not only just the intergenerational trauma that, you know, like for generations before us, especially in my family, like, um, you know, war, Japanese occupation, hunger, just like all of these things, like, I kind of see our generation as being the first one to be allowed to have a little bit of wiggle room to, you know, that whole thing of like anxiety is the dizziness of freedom. I feel like anxiety and depression is maybe the dizziness of having just like a half step away from survival mode so that you can finally fall apart. And so like, yeah, like I kind of didn't have a lot of joy model for me and I didn't have a lot of like just it didn't really matter a lot of the time like what you wanted or what suited you there's always that like sort of like collectivism aspect and certainly like patriarchal where it's like and you know filial piety where it's like what your parents want is what's happening and what your parents want for you is also definitely what's happening and so I just don't know a lot of stuff about what I want and so I don't know what kind of apartment I want and I won't know until I'm in there but like I'm looking at my partner who is white and who is male and I'm just like of course this person knows and my work here is to just be aware of that and just be aware of this like learned helpless narrative that I have around all decision making and just create some space for that and not trap us both into this narrative of resentment and blame because this one person seems to know what they want and me following them because like I've had all my decisions made for me and then just sort of regretting that outcome because of course we are not the same person and I do actually have very strong likes and dislikes even though I may not know them in the moment which kind of like yeah anyway Um, it kind of like brings me to this whole thing, which I've definitely also talked about, which is that like, nothing is a mistake if you didn't have data around it. Like it's a mistake if you make the same mistake over and over again, but if you you make a mistake because you didn't know how you were going to feel, it just doesn't count. Um, except I don't know that. And I always feel really hard on myself and I fast forward a little bit to where I'm miserable and I should have known. And of course I didn't know. And Today, I hope, as we continue looking for apartments, um, just to see what's out there, I can just know in my heart that I don't know what I don't know. Um, The other thing is this week, I am doing uh, a book tour stop with another excellent Asian human, uh, Larissa Pham. Um, She wrote Pop Song. It's Adventures in Art and Intimacy, and they're just like a beautiful collection of truly sprawling personal essays. And you know that thing of how like whenever a marginalized author or basically a non-white author writes about anything, it's sort of presumed by like the audience at large that they're writing something autobiographical, whether that's true or not. 
and in in the case of Larissa's book, um, I think they are personal essays. So there is that aspect of it, but I'll definitely ask her on Wednesday when I talk to her. And certainly in Johnny's book, Johnny's son's book, Goodbye Again, which I talked briefly about yesterday, like, I know that this is about his life because we've talked about it and we talked throughout his writing of the book. And the really interesting thing that I find isn't necessarily just that lens of like, oh, this this non-white person has to be talking about themselves. It's that whenever an Asian person writes about anything and certainly about themselves, I'm really looking for myself in it. I'm like, I'm always like, oh my God, that's me or that's not me. What's wrong with me? And there's so much comparing, which I don't know. I'm not saying anything profound about just that it's there. And I love the identification but there's also like so much projection going on and um yeah and I'm just saying that to say like I really do think about the lens through which I I consume other and especially like East Asian culture and art and I'm again I'm not saying anything other than like I'm putting a pin in that and I'm super curious like if y'all also find this when there is um, output from your respective cultures and like not like I'm trying not to immediately look for like and the ways in which I'm wrong or like being problematic but just yeah nothing more than like a little post-it um so I I go off into the world. Um, I'm trying to be more gentle with myself, which means that like I'm not already wrong, which kind of is like the companion piece to my other obsession, which is that I'm already late to everything. Um, yeah, and I hope you have a beautiful day and whatever it is that you're doing, um, I know like weekend days carry kind of more weight where there's like so much pressure, especially in spring. It's like so much pressure to like live your most liveliest life, especially with like this weird part that we're in with um, pandemic in America, which is, again, just a reminder, um, a very, very, very different part of the pandemic than other people in the world, especially in India and um, so with all of that in mind please signal boost but also if you can um, contribute to any of the places that are in desperate need of supplies because of this like horrible medical apartheid that late stage capitalism brings all of us Um, so that is that and yeah sending so much love okay